You're listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Don't be a juice bag. This is called Pirate Radio. Before we get started, does anyone want to get out? You run around this city like it's your damn shooting gallery. Yeah, what do you do? What do you do? You act like it's a playground. You beat up the bullies with your fists. You throw them in jail. Everybody calls you a hero, right? And then a month, a week, a day later, they're back on the streets doing the yeah. same goddamn so, thing. So you just put them in the morgue. You goddamn right, I do. One chooses to walk the way of the Mandalore. You are both hunter and prey. This is the way. This is the way. The Force will be with you. Always. Be bold. Be brave. Courageous. Black alert. This is called Pirate Radio. We are refuse for great geeks, cause round here we don't get geek. We don't care for the hate speech. That's why we ain't mainstream. So we linked up on the same team. No heights, we can't reach. We are fan, we're hearts true. If you feel the same, sing along too. Say great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge, great geek, great geek, refuge, refuge. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. Don't be a juice bag, cause round here we don't do that. It's like, yeah, uh, no, action news. And now, your host, Mike Lutzford. I'm totally gonna use that, too. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of At The Diner, the flagship podcast here on the GGR Pirate Radio Network. My name is Mike Lonsford. I am your host for this evening, but also I am the editor-in-chief of our website. It is greatgeekrefuge.com. Check it out. There's lots of great articles there, lots of great podcasts as well. In fact, while we're on that podcast topic, let's talk about the guy who's bringing the most views to our website because of his podcast that he has. It's called The Overflow. You know him. You love him. His name is MC Brooks. New episode dropping soon. Oh, I did, didn't did, I went in depth with uh, Seagats about his uh, recent album. So oh, dude, I can't really get listen. That yeah, that's that's gonna be awesome. Um, yeah, so shout out to Seagats as well. He's got a new album. Uh, it is on Bandcamp. So go to Bandcamp, search Seagats. You can pick it up. Um, it's it's great shit, man. I got to listen to it. I, I still have it playing on my uh, on my phone whenever I'm like in the middle of doing like work stuff. So we've also got our second co-host on the At The Diner podcast. Uh, he's a talented visual artist, but also gifted in the realms of geekdom. Uh, we've dubbed him the professor. His name is James Rambo. I know a lot of useful, useless shit. Useful, useless, you know. Useful. Potato, well, I mean, potato. the context is important, so. Yeah. One, one day when alien overlords come to take over the planet and they're like, the only thing that can save you is your knowledge on comic books. Rambo's gonna crack his knuckles. My time has come. <laughs> exactly. I've been I've been training for this for years. What planet see. is the Silver Surfer from? <gasps> oh, <laughs> <laughs> you stupid yeah. asshole! If any uh, any asshole shows up saying they're from Zen Lob, you're like, no, you're not. <laughs> <laughs> no, man. How are you gonna lie are you, like are that? You Harold of Galactus, suck a dick. <laughs> Fuck out of here. <laughs> so one of the things that I wanted to start off on before we get into our geeky nerdy stuff is I wanted to ask Mr. Rambo because uh, you were off last week uh, and it was for a very, very good reason. Uh, why don't you tell the folks what you did and just because it sounded like a blast and based on the pictures you sent too, it looked like it was a ton of fun. 
Uh, my lovely partner, Katie, surprised me with a little trip down to uh, Strasbourg, um, which I fully expected, like, as we were driving down there, I was like, oh, we're going to stay in a mountain somewhere. Okay, cool. Um, and it was gorgeous. Don't get me wrong. Like, just the, the natural beauty of, of Virginia is, is not something to be dismissed. Um, but, uh, yeah, we had a little little cottage she found um one of her her pastimes during work is to research vacation destinations uh for not during work um so she is very adept at it and uh yeah we went and stayed down there for the weekend for my birthday um and so all right so technically when we're staying in Strasbourg, we're staying 15 minutes outside of it um but most of our time spent not in the cottage itself was in Strasbourg. Uh, so like all the food we got was there. Um, all the shopping and stuff we did was, was all in there. Um, and that city is like, it, it, Patton Oswalt once referred to Austin, Texas as this little oasis surrounded by absolute insanity. Um, and that is what it felt like. <laughs> it was, it's this like little artist town filled with like flea markets and little like uh, uh like sort of custom everything um like the the one place where i was like okay this is 100 percent not what i was expecting was we're driving through the town to sort of just get a lay of the land and i look and there is a brick building like 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 an old timey like fucking like 30s 40s era uh brick building um, you know, big bay windows, uh, advertising itself as a flea market, and it has a Wu-Tang flag hanging outside of it. And I'm like, okay, well, we're definitely going there. Um, <laughs> and we did, and it was awesome. It's a little, like, comic book store. It has, like, it, it, they sell comics and games, uh, but also, like, more standard sort of random, uh, uh, you know, middle Virginia uh, uh, flea market stuff. So like a bunch of old bottles and tools and retro uh, uh, or not retro, but uh, uh, vintage advertising stuff. Like two of the things they had on the wall were old um, uh, uh, um, bread bags, like the, the, the actual packaging for loaves of bread, like that had been unfolded and pressed and then framed um hmm. but yeah oh and i and i that's that's where i found that dances with wolves vhs oh, yeah. uh that i showed you mike there is this special this big like slipcase book uh dances with wolves and you pull it out and there are a bunch of movie prints in it um and a book about the making of the movie and two the the the, the two vhs's you needed to watch the movie um but yeah, no, like, like all the food was great. It was a lot of fun. Everybody was super friendly. Um, I expect there, I expected there to be much more of a um, a GOP presence in that town, and I'd say one in three people that I saw uh, was wearing some kind of pride merch. Um, the two two of the cashiers at two of the different uh, places we went both had on either a gay pride pin uh or a pride mask um 
and yeah, it, I felt completely comfortable the whole time. It was it was really welcoming. Um, and yeah, if you ever get a chance to go to Strasburg, Virginia, highly recommended. Um, yeah, great food, really warm atmosphere. I uh, had a great time. Hmm. Yeah, I'll have to check it out for sure. Because like I've driven past it a million times, but never like there's nothing nothing that ever drew me to it. I was like, man, I gotta go to, you know, to quote you from. Uh, from the hitchhiker you know this isn't actually a you know destination place like it never struck me as a place that i would actually want to go so now now that that kind of shifts things for me but like i want to point out and i want to kind of discuss this with you guys real quick but like i think that's really interesting that like now that our um former president i'm not even gonna mention his dickhead's name but like now that he's gone and he's out of office and we're seeing a shift in the way our country is being run thankfully like it's it's kind of nice to see that people feel comfortable showing who they really are because here, here's the other thing about this too you were saying that in Strasbourg in the sea of red there was this little blue oasis and I really truly think that like a lot the people will say like there was some meme that was going around that was like you know there's there's so many more transgender people now than there were there's so many more gay people than there were i don't think that that's true i think that the percentage is exactly the same that it was it's just people finally feel comfortable enough to to be who they really are mm -hmm. and like it warms my heart that in red ass western virginia not west virginia but western virginia in the mountains because it is very very gop heavy out there that these people feel comfortable to, enough to do that to be themselves and like i see that so much more often and like i'm just hoping that we as a society and i'm not going to attribute it to any like political party or anything like that but just we as a country can get to the point where everybody can be like that where everybody can feel comfortable being who they are and not have to worry about like what's going to happen and what crazy nonsense is going to be spewed from town folk when you walk past them yeah I, I, there's, there's, you know, there, there's a, um, a graphic that's been going around Facebook and social media in general for a little, for like for pretty recently, um, as a, a counter to the whole like, oh, there's so many more of these people now, um, and it's about left-handedness, and when it yes. became uh, widely accepted, mm -hmm. uh, basically when people stopped, you know doing like conversion therapy on their fucking kids uh to get them right, to right with their right hand and the numbers spike uh and it's not that suddenly people just decided to be left-handed they just weren't being persecuted for it anymore um but to, yeah to and 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 to to be to be clear the town of strasburg like it, it was a 15 minute drive from where we were staying to there and on that drive, I saw multiple Trump Pence signs. Um, I passed at least one house that had a flag hanging up uh, of them, uh, and some. Uh, no, no, that, that, that was a different place. Uh, and then on this, this was this perfect visual that I could not stop laughing at. Um, on the on the drive over, there's this big pile of dirt in somebody's yard, and they had a Trump Pence yard sign stuck in stuck in it. And I'm like, <laughs> you don't even realize the symbolism you've created here. Um, they also had some like local GOP politician uh, 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 plugged in there. But they, yeah, like you get inside the city limits and 
and specifically it was like historic like old town Strasbourg. Um, and don't get me wrong, I'm not claiming that this is, you know, some liberal bastion where, uh, uh, you know, th there's there's a rainbow on, on ev over every cloud and, um, you know, it's this perfect place. Um, but I know that I saw more clear visual indicators um, to to signify that you would that, that, that a person uh, uh, with our politics um would be much more comfortable there than, you know, the the 10 minutes outside of town that I was in. Um, so, yeah. And, and yeah. And like you said, Mike, it, it's the thing that I mostly don't understand is the degree to which people will see that there's there's a higher indication of um you know, queer people or trans people or, um, uh, or, or whatever, uh, you know, whatever, whatever non cis straight white minority or, or not minority, but, uh, white people and just assume that people are pretending like they're just taking it on. Like you try on a jacket, like when people exist that will like, drag you behind a truck for being that way why would you choose that like that doesn't make any sense you you're, you're picking the harder road for like like what's to be gained because people think that that side of the aisle thinks that they that people are doing it to be cool to be trendy to be hip because they don't they don't think that it think of it as an identity they think of it as, oh, you just do this because right now that's what's in, like like wearing a Nirvana shirt back in the in the early '90s, you know, like it's not not understanding at all, like that it's about who you are, not about trying to fit in, or like really it is about not trying to fit in because for years you've tried to fit in and do what you were quote unquote told to do, but it's not that's not the way it is, and. They don't understand that because they've never had to struggle with identity. Their identity was forced upon them at an early age and they've just run with it. Like, hey, tell everybody that you're a Christian, but then be a total piece of shit. Yeah. Because yeah, well, this, this is what it means. Yeah. This exactly. is what it means to be this kind of person. Yeah. It's just like it's 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 very encouraging. This is where we're, we're headed. I, and fingers crossed. I hope that it stays like this because I hope that there's not a a backlash. I hope that there's not, and there was, honestly, that's why that guy who used to be president was president was because people felt slighted. They felt like somehow they were being robbed of something that didn't exist. And I, I think that that's, what's the most frustrating thing about this for me. Like, cause yes, we're doing a political episode. So sorry guys. Um, but like, the thing that's the most frustrating to me is just that you can't argue with them. You can't, have a conversation with them because none of the things that they bring up or any of the things that they say are even remotely based in reality. Like not even close. None of it is. It's all this weird narrative that has nothing to do with what's actually going on. And you, Mr. Rambo, just shared something recently that is a perfect point to this. One of their favorite people to quote, one of their favorite talking heads is Ben Shapiro. Ugh. And and the people that they use as their like spokespeople are, are the, the most emblematic for the problem because Ben Shapiro uses that like that um, what's it called uh, logical fallacy uh, argument all the time. Oh, strawman. 
Yeah, the straw man theory. Where he'll basically prop something up as, well, so you're saying this one thing, so that means this fits for all cases. No, nobody's saying that. But worse, worse than that is that he knows better. He's doing that on purpose because he knows that that works for his fan base. It's not about what is actually the right thing to do. It's about stoking fires. It's it's the same problem that I have with his his buddy, Dave Rubin. Dave Rubin is a gay man, but Dave Rubin knows that if he tells everybody that he's conservative and that he has all these beliefs, that they'll they'll use him as a symbol. It's the same thing they do with Ben Shapiro. When you're like, man, that's really anti-Semitic. I'm not anti-Semitic. I like Ben Shapiro. He's a Jew. Is how, he? How could I be anti-Semitic? Yeah. Right. Exactly. Oh, I'm not against gay people. I like Dave Rubin. And like, it, or I'm not against black people. I like Candace Owens. Like it's, these people have, have, have used their status, their, their identity to make themselves money to people who are looking for an excuse to say, oh, you can't call me this thing because I like this person. Like it's, it's just, oh God, it frustrates me so much. And like, it's it's a hard line stance and like you know what if somebody wants to call me on it cool go ahead but i really don't care we say that we want to be inclusive in this group and we do we want to be inclusive on this website and we absolutely do but i've gotten to a point where i cannot talk to conservative christians anymore because nothing good comes from it ever ever like i have not had a single instance where i have had somebody like explain to me their position and me walk away saying, well, you know what, at least that makes sense. No, it never does. And it's always rooted in hate. And I just don't have any room for it in my life, especially in something that I enjoy doing. I'm not gonna take the things that I love doing, talking about geeky, nerdy things, but then also like sprinkle in a little bit of, you know, like crazy psycho Christian babble. Like I'm not, I'm just not interested in doing it. Yeah, I, ugh. Yeah, just, I mean, it's. A, I mean, we're we're all at a point now where, you know, your community matters, and like, these are the types of people that you really don't want community with. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm I'm certainly down to talk about all types of nerdy stuff with literally anybody, except for if I if I you know, discover that you're homophobic, or transphobic, or anti-black, or anti-Semitic, or whatever the case may be, because it's just. It's just it's entirely too important to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with people who also have similar values to, you know, yourself. Like I don't I, I you know, the last decade, um, I have lost a ton of friends and 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 many of which are people I went to high school with. And in some cases, I even still see them at cons. And so, like, I know that we have similar interests. I know they were interested in the same things, but I know how they feel about you know the fact that you know I have a si- I have a sister who's married to a woman. You know that I know how they feel about folks that I know that are trans. I know how they feel about you know uh, who's who's at fault when there's a dead black person you know at the at the hands of a police officer. And I don't want community with these people. We there, there's nothing to there's we have, we we have nothing in common simply because we don't we don't have the same values. Yeah. You, yeah, us us liking the same kind of media, with which truthfully, we don't. Even if we like the same movie, we don't like the same thing. Yeah, because or or at the very least, you're missing some serious shit. Anybody who looks at something like Captain America and is like, why are they making it political? Like just that statement alone, like what yeah. the fuck are you talking about? Um, 
How do you but, like superheroes? <laughs> just how? <laughs> it's, right? it's, 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 how do you like superheroes? Whose side are you actually on in Star Wars? Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> there, oh, God. There was a, a, a Star Wars writer that had a great fucking uh, uh, tirade about that not too long ago. Um, about how, like, so many modern Star Wars fans would actually be on the side of the Empire. Oh, yeah. It's like, no, y'all aren't getting it. You're missing the point of this story, something fierce. Yeah. It's 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 frightening. It, it really, truly is. Like, uh, we were talking about it, as we tend to do. Um, people saying that uh, Captain America would have been MAGA. And me getting very... I mean, like, I literally got very upset like I, when I read that, because first off, like context of like the, the actual character himself, because in the comic books, at one point, wasn't he fighting the Flag Smashers and he had the guy down on the ground and he said to him, the guy was like, you know, the immigrants are ruining our country. And Captain America says to the guy, um, I'm the son of immigrants. Both my parents were immigrants. That and... is from the uh, from the ultimate Captain America uh, story. There's a miniseries. Um about it, yeah it, it wasn't flag smashers it was it was the the captain america from vietnam because they kept making trying to make super soldiers over time oh, thank um you. and and he was the one from from i think from vietnam i think it was, it was supposed to be nuke oh okay that makes okay that makes way more sense there's a guy with the flag painted on his face yeah yeah okay yeah, but I mean, same point though. Like he. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, I, I, I was, I was just trying to recontextualize it. Oh no, you're fine. Yeah, no, and I appreciate that. But like, it was more so. I just wanted to like reiterate that that was something that Captain America said. But like, also too, like Captain America is not about doing what the American government says. He is about what is right. He there was the, the whole fucking civil war that happened in Marvel yeah. was about that doing what was right, not doing what. Oh God. <laughs> like it, it just it makes me so irritated because like he stood up on multiple occasions he was written by two jewish guys like you're really gonna sit there and be like he would be maga no the fuck he wouldn't i just like i think that that's another thing that's starting to piss me off about all this stuff with with geeks and nerds is people will say shit that they think sounds controversial and therefore think that it's like right like i'm gonna say this thing because it I can I can somehow piece this together with some bullshit logic and people will think that I'm smart. No, they they won't because it means that you don't know what you're talking about and you're just running your mouth. Like there's there's no way other than for instance when they have to create a whole alternate dimension cap and find out that he's been brainwashed in order for you to think that he would be fighting for the side of the Nazis or fighting for the side of a fucking fascist. Get the fuck out of here. Like Line from Captain America to a gen uh, 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 an army general. I'm loyal to nothing, general, except the dream. And yeah. if that don't sum it up, <laughs> Jesus Christ! Weren't they also saying that that Sam Wilson was conservative? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a, it's a, yeah, that's that's another that's that's another thing. Is it and, really? I'm curious. I'm curious just, about that. Like, I just, I, I don't under what, what I think it is, and and a lot of nerd, a lot of nerds do stuff like this, is they conflate what an actor may believe in real life with the character that they portray 
in you know whatever show or movie yeah. or whatnot. Like Anthony Mackie in the past, like it's not recent, but like I'd say like like five or six, uh, seven years ago, like he's he said some stuff that you know could kind of skew like okay, I'm gonna side eye you a little bit based on that. But what what's happening is people remember that and they're like. Oh yeah, no, because Anthony Mackie is this way. That means Sam Wilson, the character, is also that way. And like that doesn't make it for me, that doesn't make it doesn't make any sense at all because I mean obviously two different people. I mean it's yeah. a perfect example, William Shatner and James T. Kirk. Like James T. Kirk is a is a character to to look up to like the way that he holds himself the way he carries himself the things that he does but william shatner is a piece of shit <laughs> like like through and through yeah and like so much so that like i used to really look up to william shatner a lot because he played captain kirk like as a kid i thought he was great i thought he was wonderful he was fantastic and then as social media tends to do you start seeing these old people run their mouths about dumb shit that they don't know about and william shatner decided that he wanted to run his mouth about Autism Speaks and how it's a great organization to support and how they're great to donate to. And when he had autistic adults saying, Mr. Shatner, you have to understand that Autism Speaks supports some really, really questionable behaviors and it's tantamount to abuse um, for the use of ABA, he was like, you don't know what you're talking about. And then shared a bunch of propaganda that was started by Autism Speaks. And like it just you couldn't talk to him. You couldn't tell him, hey, maybe you should rethink this because this is really offensive to a lot of people who look up to you. He didn't give a shit. And like it was enough for me. Like I know in the grand scheme of things, one one 39 year old fat white dude unfollowing you on social media doesn't really mean anything. But like I I now it was one of those things where I had always hoped that I would get to meet him one day that I would get to interview like not interview him, but shake his hand and tell him like, hey, I really look up to you as a kid. I don't want to talk to that motherfucker like if I ever see him like. If somebody's like, hey, William Shatner's here and he's signing pictures, I'll be like, that's cool. Uh, I'd rather, like, have diarrhea for an hour than have to go <laughs> meet him, you know? Or to go back to one of our favorite would-you-rathers, I'd rather shit my pants right now. Like, <laughs> like no, like, that. Ew, it's just disgusting. It's gross. And, like, yeah. Anyways. Yeah. I mean, and it, with it, it's, it's just annoying to from the perspective of like so in my facebook memories i remember that i that actually actually participated in mc rewatch about a year ago yeah and i remember like i'm okay with people disliking characters because you know you have your reasons you know what i'm saying like whatever you're not gonna like every superhero or protagonist to ever exist you know I often have an issue when people like to misrepresent what that character is and what that character stands for in order to justify why they dislike them. Like, if you just dislike someone, cool. That's whatever. But don't say, well, I interpret this character to be this, this, and that. Or this character did X, Y, and Z, which means this. And that's just, it, it's a total mischaracterization of who that who this character just is to begin with at their core. Like I don't like I don't like stuff like that. Yeah. I'm yeah. Saying... And, and like it's it's I'm trying to think of the best way to put this. It's not. There's a difference between saying, "I feel this way," and I'm not really sure how to explain it, and saying, "This is how I feel," and that's all there is to it. 
Like those are different. Those are very different statements. And the second one is a matter of taking a stand and dig, or rather not, not taking a stand, but digging your heels in. You're not willing to explore those, those thoughts and feelings. The first one is, I'm not sure how to put this into words. I don't know how to actually vocalize why I feel this way. But it's something else entirely to then say, all right, well, I'm going to misinterpret and uh, uh, take out of context actual elements from the text to support my idea, regardless of whether or not um, you think that that uh, I should or that it makes sense. Like, no, no, no. This is I, I my feelings are justified because of uh, uh, a bunch of, you know, events or or my perception of events uh, that don't actually uh, stand up. I was like, OK, well, I don't want to talk to you. then. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, like it yeah. just, you know, there it's it's cool to not like a character. You don't have to like every character. You don't have to like yeah. every story. But don't go misinterpreting shit on purpose. Right. To support your own ideal. I think that like it, it goes back to something that we've mentioned before that so often people get so caught up in being right in an argument or mm -hmm. trying to win an argument and, and are completely missing the point that like sometimes it's not about that and like you should right. you should listen to others and you should understand what they're saying instead of trying to defend your point so vehemently and like it's for me like it's in the in the position that i'm in in my day job i'm, I'm training a lot of new people and they're most of them are across the board are young and i keep getting called dad and it pisses me off but like <laughs> um, the, the point is, is like a lot of the conversations that I have with them is you're going to have to take feedback from people like me and people much higher than me. And you're going to have to understand that you're going to have to disassociate. Essentially, you're going to have to take yourself out of this thing and understand that we're not talking about the person. We're talking about the behavior. This is not about you. This is about what you did. And it's not a personal attack because so many of them get so defensive and defend themselves even when they're wrong. And it's, it's baffling to me that like, well, no, I guess I guess it's not baffling because like as you get older, it's something that you learn and it's not something that's taught. Most people aren't taught how to handle that. Most people mm -hmm. aren't taught how to handle criticism. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it definitely makes for some difficult conversations and i'll give you a perfect example like if you're in a corporate environment and you make an off-color joke and someone says to you hey that's not that's not cool man you probably shouldn't do that the proper response is oh no did i trigger you like come on bro like i understand you're in your early 20s and you're wanting to try to be cool in front of all your friends but like that's not what you say in a corporate environment or Anytime you say something off color and somebody goes, hey, that's not cool. Oh, I'm just joking. But you know what I mean? No, I really don't. No, I don't. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, I know what you said. Yeah. <laughs> I can interpret. Like, no, that. explain to me in depth. What, what exactly did you mean by that? Yeah. Yeah. Please. Let's yeah. explore this. Please, please do. Yeah. And, and I think that, that it's it's something that we see across the board and we see in a lot of places, not just in corporate environments. We see that on the Internet every day. You know, like you see that in um, 
in discourse when you're at an event because guess what we're going to start seeing again? Public events. We're going to start seeing people again. And I got a feeling that there's going to be a lot of, I don't want to say fights, but I feel like these events are going to be contentious at points because so many people have not interacted with each other in a very long time. And emotions are going to run high is what I'm is what I'm predicting here. People are going to be a little extra sensitive about the things that are said because you haven't had to check yourself, you know, in a very, very long time. So I'm curious how that's going to play out. Yeah. Yeah, it's gonna, it's gonna, it's yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be really interesting to see how it unfolds, especially uh, at uh, I mean pretty much any any con because like you said, I mean we've we a lot of us have been separated from other people, and while we all have had the internet, I mean cons are are a whole different animal, and that and that can be a good thing or a bad thing considering uh, depending on where you fall and what's being discussed and whatnot. Yeah, hundred percent. Um, so what we'll do is we're going to go ahead and wrap this up because this was just a, um, nice little fun political discussion as ones tend to have, um, that kind of tie into the things that we deal with, uh, in the geeky nerdy world. So what we're, what we'll do, um, we're going to jump into our rewatch of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, starting with Iron Man and starting with the Incredible Hulk. So I do want to thank, uh, MC Brooks. I want to thank James Rambo for their contributions to this wonderful episode. Guys, make sure you're telling your friends, you're telling your family, telling your coworkers to subscribe to at the diner it's on spotify it's on apple podcast wherever you listen to podcasts you can find us you can subscribe check out the website too again it's greatgeekrefuge.com lots of great content there check out our new playcast if you go to any of those streaming podcasting services and you search ggr playcast so it's a combination of podcast and play um you combine those two things and search for The Hitchhiker. Mariah did an outstanding job. Um, so big shout out to her. This is just a fabulous play that she put together. So you guys can hear it. And you get to hear me in my first acting role in 20 years. So be kind, please. <laughs> give me give me a little bit of, a little bit of leeway. That's all I'm asking. Uh, but check it out. Lots of great stuff. Uh, we're going to have more of those coming too. So as always, as we like to say, make sure you guys are staying safe. Um, Wear your masks if you're not comfortable. They're starting to lift the restrictions, but still, there's nothing wrong with wearing a mask just to be safe. Um, and if anybody has any problem with that, that's their problem, not yours. Your main goal is to make sure that you and your family and your friends are safe. Wash your hands, socially distance, all that fun stuff. But remember to, together, there are no heights we can't reach. Thank you for listening to GGR Pirate Radio. Make sure you check out our website, GreatGeekRefuge.com for all of our awesome articles and wonderful podcasts. This has been Pirate Radio Network Production Juice Bags. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, boy! Put one of those hash browns at the end, you know, like hash brown team Cobra Kai or something. And then send it to the internet!